We should have a mumble track on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome to Raising Lines. I'm uh-huh. so <laughs> welcome and hello to the Erasable Podcast. This is episode 122 for those of you keeping count, like we are. I am Hair Doctor Johan von Gamber II, and I am joined by the Right Honorable Timothy Lawassim and His Royal Highness Andrew O'Wellfley. We How are a gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? I was, <laughs> sorry, I lost that question. I was, I was, I was. Uh, I usually don't hear people who are lower than me as far as you know the social classes go. So I, yeah. I didn't understand. Her question. Yeah. You didn't address me. With my yeah. proper, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. Did you just say you guys? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't it's respond little, to you guys. It's a lowly professor, in my Birkenstocks. I don't understand the question, and I won't respond. <laughs> As Lucille would say, um, <laughs> "No, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm, I am in my last week before school starts." So, oh man, um, it's, but it's a good week. We did like a staycation all week, so we mm. took the kids to do just like fun stuff every day. And didn't like let ourselves get bogged down in chores and all that junk. So, oh, that's cool. We went, went to the water park a couple times. Went to the zoo. Um, yeah, ate out more than we usually do. You know, stuff like that. And it's been it's been great. Nice. Awesome. Henry like went uh, sort of like got past the hump and is now swimming like legit swimming on his own now, which is oh, wow. kind of blowing my mind. So that's a, that's scary though. You're like, that's so oh terrifying. God, yeah, they could like, die. Take me out to the middle of the, like, we're in, like, an Olympic swimming pool. And he's like, take me out to the middle, and then I'll swim back to the edge. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I take him, <laughs> and he, like, and he does it. He gets there. I mean, by the end of it, he's like, whoo. He even, like, makes that sound. He goes, whoo. Yeah, the first time he did it, he swam, like, <laughs> he swam halfway across the pool, got to the end, he went, whoo. I'm going to sleep, like, 15 hours tonight. <laughs> like, you better. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, ranking the best blogs, podcasts, Instagrams and photographers in our little world is hard enough, but if you want to pick just one instead of ranking them, that's you know a setup for torturing yourself, and that's what we're going to do tonight. Yay! Because <laughs> we hate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this week we're doing superlatives of the stationary sphere. Now, now, like I, I'm gonna, I want to jump in and say, like this was my, I like I thought of this idea as something that I thought would be fun for an episode, but I did think of it not as like an ultimate sort of superlatives, but like something we could do like quarterly. Say like let's take a break, do an episode, and let's highlight some of our favorites recently, and then like yeah. you know those can change just to like kind of give the love out to all these like crazy awesome accounts and stuff out there. People yeah. are doing it really well. Yeah. So what we're what we're saying tonight is not just like and the greatest ever. <laughs> without question is you know oh man that's what as, i did as if we had <laughs> yeah. yeah well i mean start high and then, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> never know. yeah so uh you know we always talk about our friends and most people are our friends but some people we don't know that well especially mm-hmm. on some Instagram. people are our, our enemies people. you know who you are and <laughs> 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 uh, now we're gonna get hate mail from people that don't know that's a joke all right. Why can't you just get along? Like we wouldn't, ha- we might not have a podcast if it wasn't for Brad. Yeah. Or at least nobody would know about it. Yeah. We yeah, love Brad. True. And Brad is also a very good hugger. Yeah. Which is true. never a, an insult for me. So I um, be an insult from anybody. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I know people that, saying, I they don't that, like the people are huggy. 
Oh, okay. I was just imagining like somebody being like, "Yeah, he's a good hugger." Like as if it was an in, like an insult. Like, what a creep! <laughs> what a creep! He's a good hugger. Yeah. yeah. What kind of guy is he? Oh, he's a good hugger. Like, he oh. squeezed me so gently. <laughs> Squeeze me gently, Brad. Yeah. So, um... or or it hurts. <laughs> they hug you so much that it hurts. Like, how? Oh, gosh, he's a good hugger. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like when people mean it. They pop your back. They hug you so hard. All right. Sorry. Okay. Save that for the hugging podcast. All right. So um, why don't we jump into our tools of the trade? What's your top thing you're consuming? <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I'm I'm still reading that Neil Stevenson novel that I talked about last time. <laughs> it's just very, very, very long, as Neil Stevenson novels are. Um, but it's it's still really good. It's kind of like progressed. There's there's like basically two novels encapsulated into this one and I've progressed to like the second part of the novel which is actually part eight uh, book two <laughs> he has a lot of uh, Jesus he has, yeah he has a lot of like breakdowns there um, and then also Katie and I have been watching um, the latest season of Queer Eye which is a very good show like usually I don't watch a lot of those um, I don't even know what to call it it's not a reality competition show, but it's like a reality like makeover show. Um, I just mm. think they're I just think they're very very good. Like they they're very respectful and sensitive and good about diversity and inclusion. It's just really interesting. Yeah, it's not like making fun of people or not like no. calling people out for yeah. yeah. It's, I, like, it's, it's such an it's such an interesting thing because like the first the first iteration of the show, which was queer eye for the straight guy was like very much just like you know be getting like making fun of like these men's style and and like classes as as well as like you know sprucing them up but this one is like dives way deep into like the psychology and the sort of like you know personal like self-care and and mental health and things like that as well. So it's just, it's just really good. Like you never see a remake being like as good as the original, but queer eye compared to like queer eye for the straight guy is just like so good. So was the yeah. first one, it's not the same group of guys, right? No, no, no. This is a different okay. group. Yeah. Okay. And they're just like all just really, really good. And yeah, I'm just repeating myself, but I'm, I like that show a lot. <laughs> And I am so I'm actually recording this podcast at a friend's apartment. I um, they're out of town, so I've uh, been going get, going over to um, feed their cats. And um, I just sort of realized that I came all the way over here without any sort of uh, writing utensils. So I scrounged up a piece of loose leaf paper and a paper mate <laughs> flare pen. Uh, I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> what color flare pen? Black. <laughs> so not anything uh, like. Cotton candy colors. Nope, just some black of those are flare cool. Pin. Yeah, so I'm just sitting at their dining room table, just plugged in with. Of course, I remember to bring my mic and my headphones and my computer, but not my notebook and pencil. So, <laughs> one for me. So, <laughs> doing that. How about you, Tim? What are you consuming and writing with? I have been reading, and I think I mentioned this before, but when I I started it and was like super excited about it, and then put it down because school got in the way, and so I just picked it up, and now I've almost like to to finish it. So I got like forty pages into uh, "Let's Go," so we can get back. Uh, I think that's the the Jeff Tweedy uh, memoir. 
that he uh, put out this uh, this this past year. It's called uh, yeah. Let's go so we can get back. I got it right. But um, yeah, so I had started it and was of course super excited because I was a because I'm a, such a big Wilco fan and I plowed through the first like 60 pages really quickly and then life got crazy and I just got away from it and so now I'm I'm almost done. It's it's excellent stuff and it's really it's really unusual uh, when it comes to sort of music memoirs as far as what I've read because um, he has. I've never, I've literally never read a book. And actually, I guess this is, I have to qualify this because I know his voice so well, but like I can hear him saying everything in that book. Like it just, he <laughs> writes with such a clear voice. Like it sounds exactly like him, like something Aaron he would say. It sounds conversational and everything. It's like Aaron Draplin's uh, book. Like that has a very clear Aaron Draplin-y voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's great. He, he gives all these cool insights into, the band's past and also like his songwriting process, which was really interesting to me because he talks about like writing these simple, basically folk songs. And then uh, over the years, kind of learning how to put in chords that are like unexpected and like mathematically or whatever shouldn't work. And then he gets this progression and then he records it with a full band and just does like a mumble track where he just like mumbles (laughs) random sounds. That's what he does for every song. And then he goes back and listens to it over and over and over and over until he like fills in, we, real words instead of the mumbles so we should have a mumble track on this episode. <laughs> yeah. hey everybody welcome to raising lines it's like a chevy chase thing or something uh-huh. yeah <laughs> or the was that three amigos back to three amigos um so yeah i'm reading that very good uh very good book and so- a lot of the, the, a lot of what I've been consuming in the last several days has been uh, trade deadline baseball stuff. <laughs> so uh, reading a lot of baseball stuff online. So that's really it. I haven't even been watching a whole lot. A friend gave me a movie called The Lady in the Van. Uh, have you guys ever seen this? Oh, uh, no. I saw the uh, trailer to that. Maggie, Judy Dench. Uh, no, Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith. Yeah. And so that's on the uh, the docket for tonight. Awesome. Later to watch that. So I'm really excited about that. It's about like a writer and this woman pulls up and just like starts living outside of his house. That's all I know. Interesting. Sounds good. But I am writing with a Blackwing Volume 4, which I bought in D.C. I got two boxes of those on my trip to D.C., which I was super excited to come across those. And I also was inspired by Caroline in that last episode you guys did. And so that is the only pencil I've been using for like five days now. So I put everything else away. So I'm just trying to use one. My rule for myself is one pencil and then one stub that's in my bullet pencil. And that's all I'm all I'm using for a little while just to like simplify, which is always a good thing for me to do at the beginning of the school year, just to like keep my head on straight. So I'm not like yeah. getting distracted by stupid things, mm-hmm. uh, like unnecessary distraction. And I am writing, I've got two things here. Well, actually one of them I'm just going to talk about later, but the field notes I'm carrying is the graduate hotels field notes. Um, I just finished my first uh, national parks edition, the smoky mountain one. And I cracked open the, uh, graduate hotels one that has all the books all over the front. Oh, awesome! So like that one. The, Miss, the Mrs. Robinson edition. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, um, but that's me. So, how about you, Johnny? Awesome. So, um, I'm going away next week, so I haven't been reading much. I just read a book called um, "Hiking with Nietzsche" by John Keg, who wrote um, "American Philosophy: A Love Story," the last book that I read, and so that one he wrote. Um, as his first marriage was falling apart and he was 
falling into feelings with his current wife. And this one was with his current wife and his child. And they went to uh, the Swiss Alps, sort of in Nietzsche's footsteps, and talked a lot about self-overcoming. And um, it was still really memoirish. But you know, he's a really, really good writer, especially for someone with a doctorate in philosophy. <laughs> and but um, so at the whole time, I'm like, this is like a sequel to the other book. And at the end, he's like, yeah, this is a companion book to American Philosophy, a love story. I'm like, okay, hmm. you should have put you, that at the beginning. <laughs> where are you going, Johnny? Yeah. Sorry, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to uh, the beach, Ocean City. Oh, nice. Next week for lots and lots of relaxing and doing nothing <laughs> and cool. mini golf at some point. <laughs> and go, yeah, and go karting. Sorry, <laughs> I would, no. I was just, I just had said I really want to take Henry. I've, we've never gone mini golfing with him because there's not one around us. So, yeah, my Henry has never done it, and I tried to explain what it was, and he's like staring at me. I'm like, you'll like it when you see it. <laughs> yeah, trust me, kid. Like, yeah. if you can pick the color of the ball, you'll be a happy little guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I volunteered for an errand today to go to Walgreens because I know that Walgreens is carrying the new yellow uh, Bic Evolution extruded pencil that was disparaged in our group recently. So, like, I like extruded pencils for different things. So this is, you know, it's yellow. It's like those gray ones that came out last year, but it's almost exactly the same color as what I'm writing in, which is the Field Notes commemorative reprint Butcher Orange. So it's like you know, a golden yellow pencil. Yeah, it matches well, and for the record, it works perfectly fine in the field notes. Um, I mean, there's a Blackwing Volume Ten and next to it in case I get pissed and snap the pencil in half, but I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you it's never extruded, know. I don't think you can snap the pencil in half. Right? <laughs> It'll just bend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't dare me. <laughs> It'll be a clean break. I mean, that they're sounds- they're flexible, but not not crazy flexible. Yeah, I mean, they're put together well. The ferrules and all are very nice. They they're have- did you say they have that cool plastic ferrule like the Bic Extra Fundo? No, these have um, a really nice looking metal ferrule like the gray, um, the gray and black evolutions that came out last year. Have. Mm. But um, I love you, Blackwing, but these are put on better than my Volume 10s were at first. <laughs> but no, they weren't that big. I mean, there was, you know, I'm sure if anyone follows any of the social media or blogs, there was a quality control kerfluffle that some people thought was a big deal and some people thought wasn't a big deal. So (laughs) I have two dozen of them here. So that's what I thought of it. (laughs) So we have a lot of fresh points on deck. Do you want to get started, Tim? Yeah, uh, I'd be happy to. I am going to start by saying that most of my stationary brain has been devoted to field notes for the last several weeks. Sure has. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like I've been buying more field notes than I ever, than I ever (laughs) have. I mean, uh, the so in the last so I got my uh, national parks came in, which I was excited about, um, and that's which is you know three packs of field notes, and then I saw the graduate hotels were still available on their uh, on the field notes website, and so I bought some of those, and then I was like, wait a second, while I'm here, I didn't know three missions was still available. Give me one of those because I never bought that, and then uh field notes went and announced finally the official release of the wilco field notes which we've already talked about i won't like uh get too far into that again but we talked about it uh two episodes ago but the wilco field notes are now available on wilco's website i guess and also on field notes website so i ordered those they're coming on saturday and i am uh unbelievably i am extremely excited for those to come out and 
uh, I'm trying to ask around to people who already have them in hand. And one thing I was trying to figure out is if this is going to be a one-time, like, limited thing. Because mm-hmm. I, it seems like it should be. And I, I was texting with you guys, and we had, you know, I think Andy, you had mentioned, well, it says special, um, special collaboration or something yeah. like that, which usually signals that it's limited edition. But it just, it really, like, kind of like uh, Adam on Take Note had said, like, that it seems crazy that it would be too limited because of how much went into it. Yeah. Had, uh, yeah. Six, six different designers that comes with the cardboard box that it, that it comes in. I mean, Wilco is and, the the biggest Chicago band. And so they probably... They probably made enough to like sell at merch tables and sell on their website and things like that. Like it did say that they're going to sell them at merch tables for like the next two tours or something yeah. like that. that two doing. tours? Wow. Well, they said like the winter and fall, like the fall and winter tours or something like yeah. that. Probably so, compared to how much money they put into their T-shirts, I bet this cost is nothing. Yeah. So, gosh. So I'm. It seems kind of crazy that this would be limited or 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 it should be around for a good long while. I think. So and I am I'm seeing Wilco at the Grand Ole Opry in nashville what that's awesome yeah in uh, october so i I bought tickets to that so if they are there on site i will totally be buying another pack from wilco like on site so um i'll get mine in hands in a couple days and i am yeah just crazy excited about that i I did mention the graduate hotels and the in the three missions and those are both like really unbelievable additions it's kind of funny like they're they're very similar in that like you know the photo cover and um I just, I don't know, I really got a kick out of them. And I'm, I'm keeping the, the, uh, model spaceship, th- you know, that whole thing in my back pocket for when Henry needs to be distracted from like torturing his <laughs> sister or whatever. <laughs> um, so I've got that. I haven't done those yet, but I'm excited. So um, do you think either, oh, go ahead. Did you get the, uh, field museum space set? No. They're sort of along the lines of, um, three missions, but, just like different pictures of the earth from space. Please I think, tell me it's sold out. No, I think you could buy them on the website. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were, they were, they were cool. I, I did those before my three missions. Larry sent me a set last year. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's a good thing. There are more that you like. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're sold out. Our, our, our time together in, uh, in in DC should have taught you that when when I'm around you and you're saying things I'm going to buy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were like you gave me like the loosest sort of yeah you should probably buy that and I was like yeah you're right all right here we go <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> just dropping money on it so um damn okay yeah these are gorgeous <laughs> what what come on all right I'm looking at them right now I'm experiencing them live on the air and these these look fantastic so, I love that so, super the super close up one is amazing did you get the Wilco field notes also Andy <sighs> I'm on the check page <laughs> right now <laughs> so, um I Do sent them it. to I sent them to Frankie because my birthday is in four weeks so it's like hey and I, I'll admit, like I I like Wilco I really don't care about Wilco that much but they are just like beautiful, like that Jeff Tweedy one that Draplin did, that like with the I don't understand like all of the symbols. I'm sure they mean something about Jeff Tweedy, but like they're they're really good looking. It's inspiring me to listen to a lot more Wilco lately, yeah. which is a lot more mellow than what I usually listen to. So that's yeah. good. Um, uh, I'm trying to I was trying to think of my favorite Wilco album, um, and I think probably like, you know, I I I honestly like some of his 
like new stuff the best like the yankee uh, hotel foxtrot was like super good but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I i can besides that i can think of a lot of wilco songs but i can't think of a lot of wilco albums if that makes sense yeah 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 i i love sky blue sky is like historically my favorite album which is kind of a kind of a i, I think as far as like fans go is not like the obvious pick i mean that's but i i really love that album and then summertime I can't help but listen to Summer Teeth, which just happens to be called Summer something, but it's yeah. their most kind of like sort of upbeat, kind of good driving music kind of stuff, and my kids love it. That's the one that I I posted that picture of Lila, like literally as I was we're sitting at the the Starbucks at Target, and I was ignoring my kids and ordering those field notes, the the Wilco field notes after you guys had sent them to me that that it had been released, yeah. and I like listened and like Lila was singing next to me, and I was like, what is she singing? And I like noticed that she was singing a Wilco song <laughs> that <laughs> was like blue in my eye, but that's from Summer Teeth, that, the song ELT that we had been listening to on the way there. That's a really good album. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm now having a, a box being sent to me. So <laughs> yes. thank you. Guys. Thank you. <laughs> Good, 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 good. All right. Well, you know, you're getting something extra. The box is cool. Yeah. yeah. Durable. It's useful. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. All right. Um, so yeah, so that was just all the all the field notes is what I was gonna bring up first. So many field notes. Uh one quick thing is in the uh target dollar, whatever they call it, like the what do they call that? That that, that the, um, dollar section. Yeah, but they they have some cute name for it. Something yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. The, the one spot or the the uh, dog spot the dog dog, dog <laughs> spots. Yeah. Anyways, but um, I was walking through there and got super excited because they were selling these little uh, packs of blue books. Did you guys use blue books in college? Still, so, I mean, yeah. So they're selling these, and I was like, and they have this kind of they're called My Little Blue Book, and I was like, oh, that's cool, but they're going to have like kindergarten print on the inside, but it is definitely like somewhere in between college and wide ruled, like it's a, and there are these they come in a pack of I don't I only have one in front of me, so I can't remember how many you get. I think I texted you guys. Did you see how many, or did you remember what I said? Oh no, I don't remember what I said. Okay, yeah. well, but so it's I I I want to say it's five in a pack for like yeah. three bucks. And each of them has 16 pages. Wow. So it's a it's a blue book, and on the front it has name, subject, grade, date, and then it says my little blue book. What can you imagine? Which is you know sort of cheesy, but I just thought these were super cool. So and so I got like three packs <laughs> of them, kind of in the uh, thought that I might use them for writing short stories. Yeah. So they're they're eight sheets, 16 pages, and they're they're pretty cool. So if you get over to a Target and that and the the fill in the blank spot, whatever it's called. Um, right when you right when you walk in the door, yeah. Uh, keep keep an eye out for them because they're they're just a cool little thing and three bucks. So that is a really good length. Yeah, sixteen yeah. pages. It's yeah, it's nice and sixteen pages ruled and like it's uh, yeah, it's kind of perfect. I considered very briefly buying tons of them and actually using them for my students. And I was like, I could just buy regular blue books for probably <laughs> cheaper. So, uh-huh. um, so yeah, got that. And then uh, so. These last two go are, are very closely related. So I actually got to see Johnny. I saw you last too. Week. Uh, yeah, so, jealous. That's right. so we were just we were just passing by on the street and was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And we just Holy kept, shit, I know his voice. And we just kept walking. Um, no, I was in DC for a conference, uh, teaching conference, and so it was it was actually rescheduled. We, we're not going to get into all the details on this, but it was rescheduled on the fly from New Orleans to DC, like within thirty six hours, which is which so was, impressive. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unbelievable. These people at XQ, 
are like it's a the jobs foundation for for education are just like absolutely just bonkers i mean i guess when you have a bottomless pit of money you can be bonkers <laughs> but it was amazing so i, went, I was in dc we had all these crazy things uh, going with the conference and then johnny being in baltimore was able to zip over and we got to hang out we went to uh jenny blick and we went to a cool bookstore what was that bookstore called uh, second story books. Second story books in DC. So that was uh, very cool uh, to see Johnny. That was the second time I've seen Johnny in five years. <laughs> hey, still, still working on number one uh, with 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 Andy. But um, it doesn't even feel right. It's been so long that it doesn't even feel right to say that I haven't like met you in person. You know, like yeah. when I say it out loud, it almost like feels wrong because your voice is like one of the most familiar voices like in my life. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, I've heard you talk. We've talked yeah. so much. I mean, yeah. I've talked by by hour. I have talked to you more than like anyone that I like <laughs> live with and like hang out with around Johnson City. You know, it's like crazy. Yeah. Um, we're in, we're in the uh, what are we were in like a hundred and fifty hour zone somewhere yeah. in there. We've we're probably talked, which yeah. is which is crazy. So, but yeah, um, cool. yeah. One giant. day we'll all get together. One day, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to. I'm winning this summer. I've met Lenore. I got to hang out with Les and Dade, and I got to hang out with Tim again. So I am. I am having the greatest summer. I am living my best summer, meeting my best meet. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. So we got we got to hang out. We got some 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 coffee and breakfast sandwiches. Thank you, Johnny. He treated me to coffee and breakfast sandwiches. Oh, my pleasure. Then then we, uh, um, when we went to Jenny Blick. We spent money, especially I spent money, and I bought one thing in particular that I wanted to bring up that I have been planning to buy for years uh, doing this podcast because I love Kaveco. Uh, I like their fountain pens and their rollerball pens that they make. They make those sport uh, pens that kind of screw into each other, and when you unscrew them, you can like turn them around, almost like a bullet pencil, uh, basically. And I bought one of the Kaveco SketchUps, which... Uh, which is their clutch pencil? Oh yeah, those are like the the really thick what like thick lead ones. Yeah, it's chunky. Yeah, the the lead is, yeah. is is super thick. It's um, I don't know five millimeters. I don't know. It's like huge. I don't yeah. know metric, but it's of uh, wait actually. Oh, it says on the side of the pencil. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, five point six. <laughs> wow. So, actually, actually, which color did there. you get? Did you get I the brass one? That is, gosh, you had to bring that up. You had to bring that up, didn't you? Um, <laughs> my only regret is the color that I got because I wish I got brass. <laughs> um, but I got not. So they had uh, they had black, they had uh, shiny silver, and then like a dull silver, and then a brass. Did I already say brass? No. So black, black, shiny, dull, and then silver, and then. Uh, than brass so i wish i would have gotten the brass but also like i remember talking about this on like the third episode of this podcast my hands like destroy brass do you remember talking about this yeah it's just i don't know like it like my they like the it changes thing. color like very quickly like i think you andy you called them my caustic yeah. hands um <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> but uh so maybe it maybe it was for the best but it is it is super cool so it's it's got this big chunk of i think i i ended up getting five b lead i think is what they holy crap what they that was all they had all they had there um and so it's it's soft i mean kind of like mmx soft and it comes um, and so basically how the mechanism works is that you click 
the back of it and it opens up the mouth uh, like at the collar. So it like opens up like a mouth, you slide the lead in and then you let go and then it tightens back up and holds onto the lead. And the sharpener is actually concealed within the the part that you click on the back. So you unscrew that and there's a sharpener inside, which um, I will say is not, like I've never gotten it sharpened as well as it was when I first got it, like when it first came in. So the sharpener doesn't work that great, but I'm sure I could use any sharpener I want and, and figure it out. So I'll, I'll keep playing around with that, but it's really fun to hold. And I've still got my uh, Cody Williams made me a, like a little pouch to put Kaweco stuff in. So I've, I've been carrying around. Uh, it's got two, it can fit two things that slide in. So it's, the, the SketchUp pencil, and then the rollerball uh, sport that I've been carrying around uh, in my pocket. And I'm very glad that I that I bought that. While I was in D.C., I also found uh, a bunch of Blackwing Volume 4s. So I bought two more dozen of Blackwing Volume 4s because I the more I use those, I just, gosh, gosh, I love them. Yeah, yeah Jenny Bick had some Volume 4s left too, I think. They just weren't with yeah. the other Blackwings. Yeah, I, I got it at some bookstore. It was called a Politics politics and prose that was right by the venue where we had our event mm. but then we also yeah we also saw him at, at, at jenny uh, blick which we noticed it was kind of funny that at jenny blick uh or is it jenny bick jenny blick bick bick jenny bick they uh yeah. the volume fours were cheaper than the volume tens so i'm wondering if yeah the Blackwing, they were 25 bucks like, upping their price uh for 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 resellers or something like that but um but yeah, so I got got some of those, which I'm very happy about. And I think I've been talking long enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So how about you, Andy? Uh, well, um, I guess the biggest thing on my mind is that um, Plumbago 6 is um, getting, getting ready to be laid out eventually to go to print. So we've had a good number of pre-orders. Um, it's going to be a, a edition that's a lot like a Plumbago Five. That's a little bit thinner, uh, which I think gives me a little bit more room to do some do some nice layout things to blow up some pictures and make them look really good. So, um, yeah, we're Harry's Harry's almost done with editing, and then I'm kind of getting ready to lay them out. So it's it's going to be a really good issue. So awesome, um, yeah, be really good. I'm excited. Yeah, um, Tim has a nice has a nice. Um, would you call that memoir? Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird. I was I was going for something weird. It was I was inspired by something else that I read. So it's like a. I was trying to tell the story because it's the uh, the travel edition. So I've tried to tell a story of like a really formative road trip I went on with some friends after I graduated high school, and I tried to do it in kind of like a rapid fire uh, imagery kind of on the road kind of a thing. Yeah, just kind of like, but like super condensed. So it was just like jumping from place to place. So yeah, yeah it's definitely it's all memoir it's all true stuff but it was just kind of yeah. like uber condensed down to it's like uh if if uh jack kerouac got into flash fiction nice uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we we paired um tim up with uh, our friend mike hagan who is a talented graphic designer um who's illustrating something for this piece so i can't wait to see what that is mm-hmm. all, yes, all michael all Mike will tell me is that it is intricate. So yes, yes, <laughs> I'm excited about that. Yeah, he is. He is playing along. That's yeah. all I'll say. <laughs> so yes. it'll it's going to be and there's going to be some. Uh, yeah, it's going to be funny. So yeah, yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Perfect. So um, and actually for um, for this this issue, uh, so we've done last last time I talked about a uh, three thousand member uh, giveaway. So uh, congratulations to Chris Armstrong in. Um, in Canada, who who won the giveaway, and everybody who uh, Johnny, your 
your riddle was easier to guess than I thought it was going to be. So. <laughs> Michelle got it on the first one. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so like, what made it obvious how much you love them or how much I hate them? <laughs> I, I think some of it was people just know our, you know, between us on social media and between us on the show, I think. They, well, and also, they I will say that I listened to the episode with Caroline and like cats came up at like five different points yeah. throughout the episodes. <laughs> so that might have like, you know, that could have been it. They, could, they might have showed our hand a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so the answer was cats, and um, so we we gave away one of every uh, Blackwing Zolling pencil um, to Chris Armstrong. So, congratulations, Chris, on that. And we actually started. Um, I think this episode will come out by the time uh, this contest ends. But we're doing a second giveaway, which is uh, requires a little bit more skill. We're, we're doing a limerick challenge, and so, so people have to write limericks about um, uh, just about pencils or the group or us or something and so that is that is what they're doing there's some really good ones in there i'm gonna maybe read you some of jay newton's um oh my god here in a second <laughs> which yeah. is so good <laughs> um so yeah really good really good limericks um we're ending the contest on friday and it's only in the group so if anybody has just like any limericks they want to submit just for fun like please do i've been in kind of a limerick writing frame of mind for a few days so <laughs> um I'm going to read you Jay's. Uh, he he wrote three of them, one for each of us. Um, so can I interject? Interject like if we were going to do a superlative for funniest group member, that would definitely go <laughs> to Jay. Like even before this, like some of the stuff that he puts in the group, I'm like, oh my god, this guy's like really funny. <laughs> He's very funny. Yeah. So um, our resident teacher called Wassum encourages his young minds to blossom. Rarely seen in our group. Does he need to recoup? Nope. He's watching the Cubs playing possum. <laughs> Love it. There's Man, um, Johnny's. There's a doctor named Johnny went walking. A diversion from analog talking. But with Poe and Thoreau and his three kids in tow, how he finds time for Kelly Bishop stocking. <laughs> Which is a pretty pretty deep cut. That is a deep cut indeed. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And uh, Millennial Andy switched cities <laughs> and spoils adorable kitties. But between between the LaCroix and his the analog toys, his accountant just shrugs with no pity. <laughs> he says, as I just impulse buy a $30 pack of field notes. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's uh, that's skill right there. Yeah, plenty of good ones in the group. Um, there's, uh, yeah, so um, next fresh point. Uh, it kind of came out really, really suddenly and quickly um blackwing introduced a like a writing tablet like a notepad um it's it's <laughs> the name is kind of stupid it's called the, <laughs> called the illegal pad no yeah. offense guys um it's it's a to very be fair they did use parentheses so we can just did. call it legal they pad so. i have just been calling it the blackwing legal pad yeah, and, yeah. And I, I get where they're coming from like it's not legal size it's not um it's yeah i think it's smaller it's not yellow um, it's basically their take on, you know, what a writing tablet would look like if it was made by Blackwing, and it really is like it has. It's a really good quality book. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I think it like fits their whole whatever, like their line of products. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it fits. <laughs> it fits what they do, and it fits the kind of thing they make. I mean, it would have made zero sense for them to make a cheap uh, legal pad. You know, yeah. like a, if they like imagine because we, we can like sort of criticize it for being like a little on the expensive side, but also like if they had come out with like <laughs> legal pads that you get like a pack of five and they're made with like really like crappy paper, we would have been like, basics, what? Yeah. 
in the hell is going people, on. You know, like people, we would have... people in the group are just like, no, thanks. That's $17 for two of them. I'm like, oh, that's expensive. But y'all just pay $30 for a pack of a dozen exactly. pencils. Like, is, yeah, exactly. Funny. Yeah. Like you're not like you can't criti- I mean, criticize that because we would have if it would have came out on the other end and they would have been like, oh, great. You guys are just giving us Amazon basics. Like Andy said, like we would have been like, that's oh, great. And thanks for doing that. That's that's super helpful. So it's it's what they it's, it's exactly what they would have done. So, yeah, um, I mean, the attention to detail was really like phenomenal. Yeah. I love the, the, um, the I love backing the, is so heavy. I'm yeah, they use that like leatherette um, material to sort of like you know, go over the top and over the side, so it looks it looks just fits in with their uh, like the slate perfectly and the oh, what's the yeah. name? The, the, one, the, the clutch. Um, clutch and the summit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys both have them on hand. Yeah, like you got them. Mine are a little delayed, so Blackwing was kind enough to send us some review copies to check these out. So thank you to Blackwing for doing that. Um, mine, mine are not here yet. Um, so, like, there are some things I don't know about it. So, could you guys like describe the legal pad? Like, I mean, as far as like what it looks like, does it have paper like lined on both sides, stuff like that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, do, you, you go, do you want to? Sure. Um, I mean, imagine if you had like a. Um... Like a yellow Target brand legal pad, the uh, back instead of being cardboard is like super thick leatherette, which wraps around the top with uh, Blackwing branding, which like it looks so good. And then um, the back's not lined, which is disappointing. But the lines on the front are perfectly spaced, and there's a really, really, really faint line going down the middle. Mm-hmm. But it's That's faint really cool. enough you could really ignore it. And the um, the tearaway, so I don't know what they're called the perforation like, yeah what's what do you call the like the points of contact and the perforation like there aren't as many of them but they're Go. bigger so it to... rips off really perfectly yeah but not That's... like by itself we need to coin a term for that yeah the the connected space i don't know the clench i mean yes the clench like the, the clinch. i just think of like teeth that were like clenched together like they're like yeah, yeah. yeah but like you you said it right there it looks like blackwing made a legal pad the yeah. grin. I mean, uh, the only thing is that their their notebooks, their other notebooks, they're really nice, but not really expensive. Like the clutch is two dollars more than Field Notes, and no offense to Field Notes, like the paper is like miles ahead of Field Notes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the slate is even not a very expensive book. So, like, I feel like I don't know, fifteen would have maybe hurt people's feelings less. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense? Instead of eighteen. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go out and buy like dozens of these, but yeah, like you, like you said, Andy, they match thirty dollars pencils very yeah. well. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think that was ever the probably the as far as like marketing that would have been the guess that people would have been buying tons and tons and tons of them. So yeah. like, because like when even like as soon as I saw it, I was like, cool, that would be awesome for writing letters. Like, because I I don't do that like that often. Like it would last forever <laughs> if I got if That's I got the a first thing I did. Yeah. yeah, the pack. Like if I had a pack of two of those, like I would use it for letter writing, and it would last me like six months or whatever. I don't know. Like, and it's yeah. great. So, what? And what, I and what, I. Had, what ruling did you all get? Lined. I got lined. Okay. Yeah, me too. They. I was trying to think, figure out if they're if it's college ruled or it's definitely not wide ruled, but it's closer to college. I don't know. Ruled, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And the um on the front of each pad, not attached to it, but sort of like slid into where it looks like a sheet. There's a really heavy piece of cardstock that um mm-hmm. looks like the page but protects the sheets in the packaging yeah. which i appreciate it because usually when you get a, a um lego pad those first two pages are like not so usable all the time yeah 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 yeah. tim i think i interrupted what you were going to say 
I was just going to bring up the kind of to like go back to the, the, the money side of things, like how much it costs. I was just going to say, uh, and I had brought this up to you all before, but just if you think about this costing what it does and then compare it to say a Rodia pad, mm-hmm. um, if you compare it to that, it's not actually, I mean, it's, it's a good deal. I mean, it's a, it's a perfectly fine deal for what you're getting. I mean, you're getting nicer yeah. paper than a typical legal pad. And I mean, people are willing to pay a good amount of money for, uh, you know, the larger size, uh, yeah. size rodeo pads. I mean, those can get up there. I mean, uh, they're $10 for one. The Johnny, you put one in the show notes, like or in our, in our doc, that's it's 80 sheets, which is a little bit bigger. And it has, I think rodeo definitely wins as far as having that cover. Cause I loved yeah. having that to be able to flip that over to cover things up, but still it's a, uh, it's 10 bucks for an 80 sheet thing. So it's not too far off. And the rodeo pads, not as lap friendly. This thing is really stiff and heavy. Yeah. Blackwing. Okay. So, they um they came in this box and when when I picked it up from the the mail section downstairs I'm like what the hell is in this box it's really heavy it was just two notebooks mm-hmm. like you could you know rob a Seven Eleven one of these you could <laughs> yeah. you could you could to beat the horse we beat last week you could take out Lafores with two of these yeah <laughs> yeah so one th- one thing we've not done in 122 episodes is design our own stationary superhero so maybe we need to like uh, save that for an episode but he could use these things as like boomerangs to throw people <laughs> coasters for his topo chico yeah, and like, his coffee <laughs> like blow darts with like wopex inside like to, so they're poisoned when it hits them as well you could you could do that with the eraser end and knock someone out they're thinking so heavy like, <laughs> shatter some skulls uh, yeah so so i don't i think i think in my my perspective overall uh that the the i i will not say it out loud the legal pad um I'm not going to say the other thing, but uh, the, the legal pad is for what it is, is a, is seems I'm, I'm going to get mine in hand tomorrow, but her seems like a good deal. Cool for what it is. And I, I look forward to writing letters on it and, and things like that. So yeah, um, I think, I think it was like kind of a natural progression of what they've done so far and now what they're like moving into. So. Makes, makes yeah. Sense. And um, so uh, my kids and I did the other, go ahead. I would say Steinbeck. Sorry. The, Sorry. um, we made a paper airplane of the paper because we live on the third floor. Ooh. So that's the chest of paper and it did very well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good call. We, uh, we launched it into, into traffic. <laughs> but um, so the only thing I would change is I would get rid of that name because that's a politically loaded term these days. And also, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think they need it. Like it's already distinctive enough. They can yeah, just call it. Cool the black wing legal pad. And I would put lines on the back page because yeah, yeah. I wanted to use it because the paper is totally thick enough to use the back. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not that radical of an idea to call it an illegal pad. I don't know. It just yeah. seems like kind of low hanging fruit. That... It doesn't fit with their naming scheme of their other stuff, like the clutch and the summit and things like that. So, that, so yeah. I would call it the tablet because yeah. nobody makes anything called the tablet. That would be yeah, awesome. and that's and that's what they used to call them, right? Like, yeah. we, like, but back before we called them legal pads, they called them like a writing tablet. So, yep, just, just, yeah. You know, we should black, we should blackwing sh- tablet. Yeah, it's called the illegal pad. We should shorten that and just since we don't want to say illegal, we should just say I. We can call it the I pad. <laughs> <laughs> oh funny funny man we okay. could get beastie boys and call it the ill pad <laughs> so yeah or the gall pad so speaking of uh speaking of things that um uh blackwing is is doing um something that maybe doesn't fit quite as logically into the lineup is uh they're about to do a live event um at their they have a they have a 
I don't even know. Is it a permanent space? They're calling it their loft space. Yeah, I think it's permanent, like in this sort of loft area. Yeah, like it's called above the, a store. It's above the store called Rough Trade NYC, um, and they're doing an event on August tenth. Um, and they say they're going to be announcing the fall volumes pencil there, which is interesting because this is like coming two months before they would otherwise do that. Yeah, I wonder are they going to unveil it or are they also going to release it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I would guess they wouldn't unveil something that they didn't have, have in stock. Like this isn't a car, right? Like, I don't know. I think they should do it. They should tease everybody. Yeah. Like, line up. So be a good way to not sell out. Yeah, because they uh, sell out so quickly. So I, I think it's, I think that's really, really strange. It sounds cool. I mean, if I was in New York, I would, I would go. Um, Johnny, you should go. I, I guess that's when you say you're getting back from vacation. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm tempted. So I, I asked Nick at Blackwing if they're doing um, custom Blackwings, and you know, I'm, I put him on the spot. He can't tell me, but um, if they do, and anyone that listens to our podcast goes, I will totally make it worth your while. <laughs> Hook me up. I mean, yeah. You can have one of my kids. Uh, you can't pick, though. Or, uh, you know, as you can imagine, we've all got cool stuff for trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just just saying. So I, <laughs> I can't wait to see how it goes. I'll definitely follow along on you know social media. But like, yeah, yeah, that looks really interesting. So, yeah, yeah I'd like but, to go just to meet them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's my fresh points. How about you, Johnny? Um, so I only have two. One is I got to hang out with Tim. <laughs> which i'm gonna bring up again so um we J- tim mentioned that we went to a place called jenny bick where um i think we talked about this a few months ago because charlotte wanted to go there for her birthday they're sort of billed as like the journal store so they do to journals what other people do to like wedding invitations which are you know they're boring how many times are you gonna do that so they do like custom moleskins like super custom moleskins like all kinds of really cool stuff um and every time I've been there, everybody is really nice. Like they keep the leads and the ink in this cool cabinet. Like they are helpful, but they don't hover. Like it's a really, really cool store. So if you're near DuPont Circle in Washington, you should totally go check it out. Because I mean, Tim would back me up on this. I would, I could have stayed there all day and not just because they had very good air conditioning and yeah. it was like a hundred yeah. degrees. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we, we had like two places in a row that were like closed that we were planning on going. And so we were just like, well, let's just go ahead and go there. And it was like, it was unbelievably hot yeah it literally was like 100 degrees already and it was like 10 o'clock in the morning but they had they had everything i mean they had well actually the one thing johnny do you remember like the one thing they were missing uh that seemed kind of out of place was there were no uh, no field notes which was yeah a little weird because they had everything else like i mean they and had, um no right notepads even though we're neighbors sort yeah. of yeah and i i yeah i mean it was they had black wings they had huge sections of colored pencils and cool like gel pens they they had everything that i would have wanted to find i mean they they had moleskins johnny and i saw the uh the bob dylan moleskins in yeah. person which was cool yeah i got they to have those. they have like half a store of loik term like everything yeah, yeah like for sure like, i want to go back yeah but um so i only have one other fresh point that i forgot about when we were at boston and at bob slate um, you guys have used La Pens from um, Marvi Uchida before. Um, they have a new product called the La Pen Flex. That it is, it's sort of you know, it's aimed toward people that do hand lettering, but um, they look just like a La Pen. They just have a different point, and the little, the little like button of plastic above the 
clip is clear instead of matching the barrel. And they have some new colors. They had a really cool, like, um, help me, magenta that's Charlotte got and a navy blue, which I picked up, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. But um, they don't flex as much as a lot of brush pens. So they're actually, you can just write with them, which How is pretty cool. Is it, as, is it about the same, like, thickness as, like, a sign pen? Um, the point is a little pointier. Okay. And like they don't um they don't flex as much as the sign pen brush. Yeah. So like you can just control them a little better. Looks like it seems like they'll be a little more durable too. I do love me a little pens, so Yeah, I mean their ink's not waterproof, but man, like the colors they pick are really nice and yeah. saturated. And they have those cool new pastel ones yeah. that I keep looking at and not buying for some reason. Oriental <laughs> blue, which is a uh, somewhat prob- problematic uh, term is a really great color. I think I got the brush in that one, did I? Maybe they didn't have it. But anyway, they um, you know, they're cool, they're cheap. Yeah. yeah. Killing the planet with all that plastic, but <laughs> Yeah. So um, those are all the fresh points. Why don't we jump into stationary sphere superlatives? We should Sounds have like, like a, a really good comic book. <laughs> we should have like an awards show song or something. Oh man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so, play one on mandolin. Well, it'll, it'll be cheerful. I'll, I'll text John Williams real quick. Yeah, see see what he's up to. Part. Okay. <laughs> he's probably just playing Fortnite or something. So. I, I, I see John Williams flossing. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh Tim mentioned, the, this is something we're gonna do on a regular basis. So we're hoping this doesn't hurt feelings or inflate yeah, egos too much. It, like you Keep know. in mind, this is this is really positive. It's just us kind of calling out things that have yeah. like, put to our attention, like recently, or we've been thinking about. So this isn't if this isn't saying that you don't have an amazing thing that you're doing. This is just like something on top of mind, right? Yeah, I tried to go after stuff that's not as like, you know, I don't know, not popular, but yeah, less on everybody's lips. Does that make sense? Um, so for best podcasts, we all wrote erasable. Besides the erasable podcast, yeah. So, we, so moving so on next, next to number <laughs> number our number two podcasts. <laughs> do you want do you want to go first, Tim? The number two number two pencil podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, and yeah. pencils? <laughs> my, jeez, uh, we have little kids. Um, yeah. My uh, pick is the Take Note podcast. So I I'm in I, I love this podcast like I I can't wait this is like one that I like regularly like refresh and like check to see if they've if they've released one and the thing that I like the most about Take Note um, is that there's so many pod like there's there's like stationary podcasts and blogs and accounts and all this stuff but the one thing that they do really well is that it's about how they use them not just about the thing about the about the product so I, yeah. that's why I really like it and of course they they uh, Ted and Adam have like known each other forever, and so they have like a really good kind of banter between the two of them. They're really comfortable together, and they, which is super entertaining. But I just like that the premise is not just like let's just talk about products. Let's talk about what we do at these things. So they don't do as much of the like reviewing things, which I like. I really like just hearing them kind of talk back and forth about like, what do you have in your notebook? What did you write down this week? What, what was worth taking note? Um, and then of course they get into like sort of uh, tangential pencil and pen things along the way. So I just think it's super entertaining. Yeah. I like them on Twitter. I like everything about it. So it's, that's best podcast for me at this point. Like right now is, is, is take note. 
Cool. How about you, Andy? Um, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm of two minds. I was like, well, you know, one that I listen to regularly and like arguably the one that like started this all is The Pen Addict. Um, but of course, like I can't imagine any of our listeners are not familiar with The Pen Addict. <laughs> so um, I switched up. And of course, like it's that's the granddaddy of stationary podcasts. But um, I feel like I should probably and mention blogs and, and blogs yeah. and Twitter accounts. <laughs> I figured I should um, mention something a little bit more, still more um, artisanal. Um, and that is uh, the 1857 podcast, which is it's such an interesting premise. And I just I I uh, Mia Culpa, I did not believe they would still be going because they release pretty much weekly. And uh, it's uh, our friend TJ Cosgrove, who's been on the show before, and um, Stuart Lennon, who runs the British, um, like the UK stationery shop, uh, Nero's Notes. And, uh, he, and of course, he currently lives in Cyprus. Um, and it's just the, the two of them talking about a topic. And it often revolves around um, something analog. Um, mostly, it uh, they have a very expanded sort of like tools of the trade section where they talk about what they're consuming they talk about what they're reading watching listening to etc um but it's just i think the best thing about that is a like i'm getting a different cultural perspective because um tj lives in in northern ireland and um uh stewart is like a very british person uh living um in europe and so that's really great but then also they have a really good chemistry like i i think i mentioned one of their episodes where they were talking about like you know, alcohol and how and what they're drinking. And um, I think Stuart was like, I, I enjoy a spot of brandy. And it's just this very, very British way. And TJ's like, oh, I like a shower beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they, they just have, they just have like a lot of differences, but in a, and they're, they're a bit different in age too. So they have just different perspectives that are affected by that. But they, at the same time, they're, they, get along really well and they have just a really good chemistry so i would recommend the 1857 podcast so uh speaking of chemistry i'm going to go with rsvp because yeah rsvp <clears throat> yeah they of all of the podcasts they remind me of our podcast in that it seems like they really enjoy each other's company which is yeah. cool and also like us they've never all three been in the same room which is funny and <laughs> like when um we were in Boston and Dade and Les talk. They just sound like old friends, which is yeah. which is cool. So I I don't know. I always feel like I'm spying on people who know each other really well at a coffee shop, like leaning over like, oh, these people are cool. What are they talking about? But uh, yeah, and also that's really the only podcast I listen to very regularly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're Andy, like, yeah. I was gonna say, what if what if when we meet in person, then like we record our next episode and we're like constantly bickering and then like things just fall apart. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> shut up. It's like you're always talking. You've always got something to say, Willfully. Yeah. It's like, just like just suddenly break. we're just like can't stand each other. Yeah. Distance <laughs> is what keeps us together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like go on hiatus like the Beatles or something for a while and then come back. Skype will tear us apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I don't know why I ordered these the way I did, but how about best pencil blog? Yeah, I, I, so yeah, I went with kind of an unusual choice because it is not in English, but it is like a, a a blog that has a lot of cool pictures. It has a lot of historical pencil goodness, 
and that is lexicaliker.de. So we've talked about them before. Um, yeah, so we've, we've talked about this blog a lot. It's got a lot of cool kind of like vintage um, images of marketing materials as well as old pencils as, well as like compilations of, of different, you know, like where he'll bring together um, everything that fits within a certain category. Um, the, the post that I'm looking at right now is actually about uh, clutch pencils, kind of similar to what I was just talking about. And there are some really cool images of ones that actually held red on one side and blue on the other. You know, it's a kind of like a double clutch pencil. And so um, really cool stuff from like A.W. Faber and, and things that we don't see. And this, is, I mean, this has been around forever. And Johnny, you probably have more to say about this one than I do. Because you've you've known about it longer than far longer yeah. than that. yeah. Gunter is like just really ner- generous with his time and pencils, mm-hmm. and his photographs are great. Yeah, I like I aspire to those. But he's been, uh, he's been all very short. Gosh, yeah. you look at his, you go to his page, and you go to the bottom of the like the first page you get to, and you know how it shows like page one, page two, page three, dot dot dot, page one hundred and ninety four. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a huge amount of content, and the the you know you can you can get the Google Translate version, or you can just enjoy these wonderful pictures, which I feel like in the stationary world tells an awful lot of the story. You know, just seeing the things, and you can tell when things are solid or not. So that's that is my pick. Um, how about you, Andy? Uh, well, mine is a relatively newcomer to the scene. Um, it's <laughs> maybe been around maybe, what, like six, seven months? Uh, that's a little blog called The Pencil Revolution. <laughs> the guy that writes that one is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, uh, the first the first ever pencil blog as, uh, as discussed and verified by Charles Berlsheimer himself. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's it's a blog by our friend Johnny Gamber, um, PhD on this. The Air Doctor, Johnny Gamber, um, and honestly, like when the blue haired doctor. When I first when I first like started like thinking about pencils and really like considering them, I um, stumbled across this blog and uh, had a review of like this this pencil that I was I was using in my hands. So um, yeah, it's it's still the one I read most often, and and like it's it. I feel like you've adapted really well to the times. Like everybody is blogging across the board less. Um, you know, pencil talk is like barely active anymore. Wood clenched is like super barely active. Um, but yours is still really active. What happened to t- that guy? Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's the worst. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, but Johnny, you, uh, you sometimes just post like some Instagrams with a really short caption to show what's going on in your family. So I think that's totally legit. And like, you know, not every post needs to be some like well thought out treatise on like. A pencil review. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, big, big fan of the pencil revolution. My com- comrades over the, over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to follow that up. <laughs> so, um, my you pick don't say is, Clint, so I'm going to be really mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was I was steering clear of any of our um, intellectual property yeah. when I made my list. And Johnny's um, like, it's weekly pencil. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm picking the Weekly Pencil by our friend Dade because it's like their photography is great. The reviews are great. And I don't know. There's just something about the way that Dade writes that resonates with me. Plus, I just really like Dade. I think they're really cool. So that's my my pick. And I don't have a lot of superlatives like I probably should. Then I want to be embarrassing because I don't know. 
we, we cut this part. I'm sorry. I'm fucking this up. No, it's all right. I'm tired. Yeah. So this episode is going to be a behemoth. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How to, like data is just fucking cool as shit. So I got to pick their blog. <laughs> like data's like, just like awesome, brave, cool, good hugger. So, okay, I'll, I'll go back into recording mode. Sorry. <laughs> so um, my pick is The Weekly Pencil by our friend Dade, who is also a co-host of our, the RSVP podcast. And um, this is just, you know, one of the very um, often updated pencil blogs with good photography, good reviews. Yeah. Like Dade actually uses everything, yeah. which I appreciate. And I, I just really like Dade as a person. Well, a Dave- very good hugger. Dade and Lester are both people who are super pragmatic and not at all like um, I don't know what the, the right like they're not not pretentious right like they yeah. they will use a like cheapy neon pencil from Target like and consider that as fully as they would like a really fancy Blackwing edition so um, I yeah that's one thing I like about about the weekly pencil and it's comfortable shoes both yeah and yeah. Um, Dade's taste is for like really colorful stuff yeah. which i really appreciate because we are all blogging about like another gray pencil yeah or yeah, we, i mean we, literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> whenever something neon comes out someone tags them in their their post yeah yeah so uh yeah so um we say non-pencil blog but i guess we mean non-pencil you know stationary adjacent blog yeah so you want to jump in first tim uh, you yeah. had a really good pick, Tim. I love this. Yeah, sure. I, I really enjoy the blog Three Staples, which is all dedicated to to pocket notebooks. Um, I think the, the photography is great. Um, it's pretty simple in, its, in, in what it's going for. And I just, yeah, I mean, Andy, you appreciate it as well. Is there anything you, like, what would you, what would you say about Three Pencils? Um, or three three staples. Three staples. <laughs> three, pencils. three pencils is this plug. I'm going to start a spinoff blog. This podcast, um, yeah, I was going to talk. A, I'll, I'll I'll talk about this uh, blogger a little bit later because um, they're under my my best um, one of my best ins- like favorite Instagrammers. Um, mm-hmm. But I I like the blog. They they it just it's a well considered, well um, curated collection of pocket notebooks, and mm-hmm. uh, the blogger will do a lot of. Um, uh, really cool stuff like like hey here's all the editions that we've had that are like solid colors and here are all the like fall color editions and they just curate field notes together yeah. really well in a way that makes me think like oh yeah I forgot about that one yeah I I really like on the page the, uh, on the the blog at threestables.com there is a section that says my field notes and if you go to it uh, Jenny lists uh, like the top five editions in yeah. general, which is also just cool. I always love that. But then also she has a breakdown of like, here's links to my reviews of every quarterly mm. edition that I've seen, which yeah. is just like a really satisfying uh, visual kind of like design thing, like with all the editions listed on the left and the pictures of them on the right. And then uh, beyond that, even giving, because I, I mentioned why I like take notes so much as they talk about what they use them for. Mm-hmm. And I always, that just is like, you know, pornography to me, like to hear people talk about like <laughs> how, how they use their, their stationery, And yeah. they say like, uh, she says, yes, I use these every day. And uh, on her, on her blog. And then says, here's what I do. Um, I usually use, 
only the right side and this is what I do with the left side and here's the pens I like to use with them and it's just and it's all it's kept to a very a really satisfying compression you know yeah. of, of what's covered so really really a big fan Ginny lives in San Francisco but I've never met her oh do it, cool do it have her we should have her on the podcast yeah that'd be that. awesome why uh, did I think Luke, she was British for some reason that'd be awesome maybe <laughs> that's I am I am in another planet Oh, you okay. know what? You're thinking of Jenny Mason. Okay, there you go. Yeah, who had I can't remember the name of her blog. Like, um, it's re- it's really good. Also, really good photography. But I don't know if she's very active anymore. So my favorite non pencil blog in this case is a a stalwart of the community. Um, one of my favorite people is uh, the well appointed desk, which is um, Anna Reinert's blog, and um, who's been on the show before. And bunch of bunch of people post there too. Um, I know that uh, Tina Koyama posts sometimes there. Um, does Vivian Wagner, does she post on there? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anna has a really good selection of guest posters, but it's, it's really good. Like it is about pencils, but it's also about pens and paper clips and stationery and just like style. It's, it's one of the first kind of like, like stationary as like art objects. And I mean, it's not to say she doesn't use them too, but like it's, she just has a really great, um, just like curation of, of, of stuff. And she actually still does a really good, like Friday link love, which is pretty rare to find nowadays on blogs. Um, I remember how tickled I was when my blog ended up on that at some point. Like it was a little thing, but just those little gestures and it like, and I remember reading it all the time and, and finding out about things that I was super grateful for finding out about. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's, she's really great. Um, so well appointed desk, Johnny, how about you? Um, I'm going to go with the 2011, maybe 2012 or 2013 field notes blog (laughs) because I mean, I understand they've re- they've when they started out they were really small and um, fieldnotesbrand.com was basically a blog and then links to the product pages and stuff like that and now they sort of run a blog under dispatches on the website but the old one was just like you know it looked like they made it with Blogger and yeah. um, they updated it really regularly and I was like constantly checking it even when um, Field Notes first came out and I wasn't a Field Notes user. I still enjoyed their website a lot. There was always, you know, some kind of cool project someone was doing. Or remember they did a thing when um, Expedition came out where they explored the hunk of snow in their parking lot, which was really cool. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, yeah. I remember I found out about a couple of books that I really enjoyed on that blog. So yeah, that 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 definitely. And they never talked about pencils. So that was okay. That was one of the golden ages of blogging, um, like especially in the stationary community. Like they, that was like about a year after Woodclinch started, and yeah, they they did a really good job with that. Yeah. So, um, best blog photography. So I guess this could be pencil blog, non pencil blog, just stationary adjacent blog somehow. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Tim? Yeah, I would definitely pick Ed Jelly, who is not a definitely not a pencil person like he didn't talk about pencils he's mostly fountain pens but i've just always kind of admired how his his presentation of his blog and, and the pictures that he takes i know he takes it really seriously um and he's one of those guys that has like the you know sort of like white box that he takes pictures of everything inside of to get like the perfect lighting and everything so i think i think ed jelly is is really good at what he does i also really appreciate the clicky post i'll mention too i'll cheat uh, mention two here did you see what i just typed no no what'd you do 
I just oh, down, t- the Instagram. Well, that's I, Instagram. Yeah, oh no, I'm, again. I'm sorry. No, I um I meant to put that in the best place. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, dude. Yeah. So I'm I'm I've always been a big big fan of of, of Clicky Post and and so yeah, I would also mention I would mention those together. So Andy, you can just kind of like transition into <laughs> yours and, and and say something. But yeah, we're I, de- we're definitely on the same same page here. I originally had three staples down because of um just her really really good good photos but um yeah i i think that clicky post as well like mike dudek um who's been on the show i think you did a kind of a standalone interview with him tim mm-hmm. yep. a few years ago but he he has those really macro shots that are really good and he um yeah he he just takes really good photos yeah yeah definitely i'm really like salivating over his new retro 51 that uh <laughs> With the, the the planets oh, on it. Gosh, well, he did that, and then he did like he has a new version of it that's like actually like engraved into the metal rather than just being oh, like yeah. a wrap that's around it. Oh my gosh, yeah. it looks so. It's like fifty <laughs> bucks. I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull it off, but gosh, it, like I was just like drooling over it. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, Jenny, how about you? I am gonna go with Michael Hagen from Leadfast. Um, so the quality of Mike's photography is really good, and the fact that he does it all with a smartphone makes it even better but mike like takes the really obsessive photos of stuff that i want to see and a pencil review um there have been some pencils i was really on the fence about and saw his photography and was like "Ooh, that's definitely worth the money i'm gonna get those and um yeah i mean it was it was as reliable as texting mike and asking him which i have also done because i i don't trust his opinion and i feel like his photography is a really good extension of an honest review. He's like, here, look, look how screwy this looks. That has some off-centered lid. And here's a, a really good photo of it. So, yeah, definitely Mr. Hagen. Cool. So how about... Love best, that guy. Uh, we, we need to have him on again soon. Yeah. yeah. Um, best pencil Instagram. My choice is definitely the uh, Blackheart pencil, which yes. is that, like... Oh my gosh, it's just like un- unbelievable. I-, I remember like finding it, stumbling across it on Instagram and being like, w- like just, I mean, I know this, this phrase these days is like so overused, but just mind blown. I was just like, what did I just stumble upon? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like that, that, uh, the, the pictures I was seeing and it's just like the, the way that they, they set up their shop and just the, um, yeah, just the aesthetics of this, of this, uh, this blog and what they do is is really impressive and like really makes me just desperate to see it in person. Yeah. Which is I mean like crazy cool crank sharpeners. I'm like I remember seeing one the other day of a uh it was a crank sharpener kind of like a uh classroom friendly sharpener but it would look like a train. Did you guys see that one? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Henry has oh, one of those. Jeez, it was like solid silver. Man, that thing was so cool looking. But like, uh, when whenever they do the little, they used to do it was always a pop up shop kind of thing, and the it was it was just kind of made me salivate. And then they would do these these shots of just like stacks and stacks of boxes of pencils, like pencil boxes, that really makes just as like tickles something in my brain that I that I, I always enjoy. So um, that is like my one hundred percent choice. Um, oh. I, I remember messaging them about coming on the podcast, like. We'd love to talk to you, and they're just like, "We're flattered, but no thanks." <laughs> like <laughs> basically, like we, and I think it was even mentioned like language barriers were were, were an issue that they. Didn't, where are they? Like, where are they based? 
It's uh, Japan. Okay. I believe, yeah. Um, so, um, Tim, that sharpener you're talking about, uh, yeah. you can buy it on Amazon. Henry has it. Really? It's a really yeah. good sharpener. It makes a really long point that's and holds a lot of shavings. That's cool. And oh, it's, oh, I'm sorry. It was. It's actually Korea. Um, I mm. apologize. Um, I was just looking. I actually just pulled it up now on my phone just to double check, and it's in Seoul, Korea. So, um, but uh, yeah, I I check that out because and it actually reminds me that I mentioned. I meant to mention this in the uh, fresh points is that I bought Henry a crank sharpener at Target that I sent you guys a picture of. Oh yeah. It is a classroom friendly that's made of plastic that's like literally half the size and it attaches to like a desk just the exact same way. And it makes an awesome point. It's unbelievable. So like anybody, seriously, anybody near a target, like go buy one because it's a crank sharpener that will put a point on it similar to that doll sharpener, you know, kind of like a like a medium point that's super, super nice. Um, And so Henry was like thrilled to have his own finally because he always borrows mine and oh i always have to do it for him because i just waiting for him to like dump pencil shavings all over the floor but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah all right so nice. black heart pencil uh best that that's uh, definitely my choice so how about you andy well i'm uh looking through my instagram because i totally misspelled this one um because there's there's two very similar instagram accounts there's one called the uh pencilum p-i-n-c-i-l l-u-m which is very good um it's it's a just a good um like pencil related um uh instagram um but there's another one that is a storefront called the pencilarium which is actually what i meant (laughs) oh and that is that um that pencil shop in kenosha wisconsin um which i really want to go to sometime and it was kind of i was having a tough choice between cw pencils and the pencilarium um and of course, CW Pencils has a couple hundred thousand Instagram followers. Like they're really good. They they do some amazing uh, knolling where they just kind of like lay things out. Um, and I would totally, you know, choose CW Pencils for this. But I wanted to do something that was maybe, you know, a little a little more off the beaten path. And I think the pencil layer is a really good one. They they have a lot of pictures of their shop and of like collections. Uh, they have like a vintage pencil sharpener collection, like novelty pencil sharpeners. That's really great. Um, but they also just have some really interesting, just like shots of vintage advertising pencils or specifically pencils that have like an empty tube to put, uh, pills or rocks or something like that in. And so they, they just do really interesting little like curated collection of selections of things. Um, so that is uh, that is the Pencilarium, P-I-N-C-I-L-L-A-R-I-U-M. So uh, another another good group, another good person to have on the podcast someone sometime is the person who runs that that shop. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What do you think? So um, I'm going with Hack Wings by our yeah. friend Jason Patterson. It's at Hack underscore Wings because he just uses the hell out of his pencils, and yeah. like. Nothing is sacred. He's hack winged, you know, 80 year old black wings and super old, impossible to get pencils and like everything new, everything in between. And he does such a good job. Yeah. And like he posts a lot. So, you know, if you need some pencil inspiration, you're like, I'm going to check out what Jason's up to today. I love how all of his pictures are always like out and about. Like you yeah. see lots of them where he's just like walking down the road and like just that's what I really appreciate. It's like, yeah out in the world using them every day like everywhere that he's going so. yeah I mean, we'll forgive jason for not coming to baltimore yet 
<laughs> I guess How far it, away it, does he live? Um, not that far. An hour or two. But, okay. um, you know, I guess if you follow Twitter, you wouldn't want to come to Baltimore. He probably just doesn't want to <laughs> encounter rats, right? But, yeah. 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 It is a, it's a filthy, disgusting place. Yeah. Anyway. Andrew, Andrew Yang is going to give people $1,000 to leave. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do we have next? We have best non-pencil Instagram. So, yeah, this is some really good ones. What about you, Tim? Uh, this was an easy one for me. It's like definitely a, a you know stationary world uh, person, but not always pencils, but he does post pictures of pencils uh, fairly often, but it's uh, Stefan Bruner, uh, who's Swedish, um, and he is, he calls his Instagram account his visual diary, and I've been following him for a long time, and he's one of those people that I think, recently I posted something where I was at this inflatable park, and I was like, some people post pictures of themselves writing, and the, all the, you know, I was like listing like these beautiful environments, like in front of a waterfall or whatever, like, you know, looking out onto a beautiful mountain range or something, and but yet I'm sitting at a... Um, an inflatable park with no windows. That's where I am. Uh, I was thinking of, uh, of, uh, Stefan here, um, because his posts are always like, he finds that he, he gets himself into these amazing places and he always posts pictures of, you know, it's like a book he's reading or his Bible or his journal with a beautiful fountain pen or some black wings and a cup of coffee. And it's just like, I find myself seeing his posts and being like, that is the life that I want to live someday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, they're gorgeous, uh, really gorgeous. And he also just seems to, um, yeah, just kind of have like a cool kind of pace of life and the way that he views things and, and prioritize, prioritizes time to, to, to write or do whatever it is. And I, I always just, I love seeing people posting and writing and talking about writing in such a way that is not always publishing books, you know? Uh, people who are just very dedicated to their journals or people who are very, de- very dedicated to uh, keeping a notebook in a way that is not uh, for profit or something. That's really, uh, really satisfying. And I think his pictures are just uh, gorgeous. So my, my pick is definitely um, at Stefan M. Bruner. Um, mine is, is somebody, um, I don't know how anonymous she is trying to be on Instagram, so I will not mention her name. Um, but she is, uh, Instagram handle is off making memories. And she's really great. She uh, travels a lot for work and just spends a lot of time just traveling around. She was recently stayed at that TWA hotel at the JFK airport um, that we uh, that we talked about a while ago. And she often will like post pictures of her journaling on the airplane or sitting in some picturesque location Mm -hmm. uh, writing and she's like she's just really really active and just has a lot of like good good insights about traveling um she i I can tell she just loves traveling and i she works in a job that kind of allows her to do that a lot so that's really cool and she actually was in san francisco um not that long ago and we met up and had coffee and yeah so so yeah, off, off making memories. Um, you will see that's, her. Yeah, that's a that's a good choice. Yeah, I, I really I really enjoy that one as well. So. Yeah, yeah, cool. And how about awesome. you, Johnny? So I feel like this is high pressure. It's the last one. <laughs> but um, so our friend Eric in Scotland, whose Instagram Yay. tag is um, at Eric's underscore Dan Eric with a K, 
So, um, you know, Eric posts a lot of um, like cool shots and coffee shops of like what he's actually writing with, not just like staged photography, which is also cool. And um, also he's as obsessed with trains as Henry and I are. So mm-hmm. Henry, like Henry follows him on Instagram, which is funny. <laughs> and um, so every once in a while, I'll send a picture like, please show this to Henry. I'm like, oh man, he's all over this. And uh, yeah, Eric, Eric's, I think all three of these, like three people that use their stuff who are really, really enjoying like being alive and writing, which is awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, but I, mean, I don't know about you guys. I feel like I don't enjoy being alive or write enough. So this is good aspirational. Yeah. Uh, Instagramming to follow. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. So uh, we'll button this up and then maybe, so what's the end of summer? Maybe the end of the fall, we'll do it again. Yeah. It's great. Sounds one. good. Keep us sane during National Novel Writing Month. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So uh, where can folks find you on the internet, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum because I was feeling formal. <laughs> How about you, Andy? Uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter is at A. Wellfley, and um, website at woodclinch.com and andy.wtf. Awesome. So I am at PencilRevolution.com and on social media at Pensolution. We are the Erasable Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, of course, at Erasable Podcast. On Facebook, you can find us at Facebook.com slash Erasable Podcast for our official mouthpiece page. And you can go to Facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable with no podcast on the end for our over 3,000 person strong like worldwide pencil party like i keep talking myself out of facebook but this is keeping me on there (laughs) like it's like the last thread but it's a it's strong thread it's like waxed dental floss thread (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we will see you later this month on episode 123 